This is the Kirk and Baker Show. I'm David Baker, and Rogers Kirk is off this week, but I do have a special guest with us today on the Kirk and Baker Show, and this is Mike Cole, and Mike is here on behalf of the Youth Advocate Program, and Mike, it's good to have you here. Well, thank you, David. It's a pleasure to be here, and I've always uh, uh, I've heard your, your podcast on this thing and never thought I'd be here, but... Uh, well, there you are. Here I am. So tell me, uh, your role is program director, and you've been in this role for a few months now? Uh, yes. Um, I started in uh, early a- April. Uh, I am the program director for the Youth Advocate Program. Uh, we are housed out of the Lincoln Center, uh, 318 East 7th Street, right here in Davenport, right in the middle of the, of the community. Mm. So... You're right here in our community. Tell me about the Youth Advocate Program. Um, What is it? (laughs) You're the director, so you would know. I am, uh, as I mentioned, I I just started in in April, and I'm I'm really still learning so, so much about this organization. Uh, YAP is in 33 states, uh, a national nonprofit. Uh, it partners with youth justice, child welfare, behavioral health, and other systems in the community uh, for based alternatives uh, for youth uh, uh, to avoid incarceration. Um, as we know, you know, black youth uh, represent about 60% of the incarcerated youth. Minority youth represent 68%. So there's got to be some disconnect there with population and how many of our young people are, are, are locked up. Uh, for a variety of different reasons. Um, we also partner with uh, safety systems, uh, police, uh, such as that, to provide wraparound services for our, our clients. Um, and and we, we try to move away from uh, using the word client. We use them uh, business partners or okay. community partners. So that's kind of really the, the thinking outside the box and the innovativeness of, of, of the Youth Advocate Program. How do young people come to the program? Are they referred by the school districts or the police or families? Uh, right now, uh, we have uh, a partnership with the Davenport uh, Schools. Uh, we've developed uh, my regional director, Mr. Dave Williams, was here uh, early January and met with our superintendent uh, uh, to bring this program here to the Quad Cities. I said 33 states, but actually 34 now. This is the first one in Iowa. Um, so the school system uh, will refer uh, initially kids to, to the program. And then uh, from there, we, we make contact with parents and families. And, you know, we sit down and, and talk about what we can provide them uh, to make their lives better and kind of steer them away from street violence and, and things such as that. So these are young men and young women that are in YAP? Uh, young men, young women. Um, uh, some of the recent referrals, even though I know school is out, uh, the school system is still making some referrals. You know, I have a few uh, uh, clients that are of other cultures, a couple of white kids that are involved. Uh, we have a no eject, no reject policy. So we accept every uh, uh, person that's referred to us. Uh, 14 to 21 is the age group. Uh, although with that no eject, reject, uh, I do have a couple of elementary kids that have been referred to the program, oh. like 10 or 11 uh, wow. years of age. Um, and when I say wraparound uh, services is that we're there 24-7. 
Um, I know there's a lot of other organizations, nonprofits doing some great things, but I think the thing that stands us apart is that we're there 24-7, 365 days out of a year mm. working with those kids and families. Uh, so can you walk me through if, uh, let's just say, we're going to come up with a, a a name of a person, John Doe. So John has, he's uh, uh, 15 years old and he's gotten into some trouble with the law. And maybe he's having some trouble in school too. And John has been referred to the program. How does it begin? Where Where does a student who's in the school system begin in the youth advocate program? How, how does it start? Uh, first thing, once I, I get the referral, um, I go back to the referring agency. Uh, in this case, it would be the schools. Uh, talk with those individuals that are most familiar with that particular client, you know, that they've dealt with him throughout the school year, you know, what's going on with him, what types of things are happening, mm-hmm. why was he referred. Uh, once I get that background, then I make that, uh, or they will make an initial contact with the parent to let them know that, hey, Youth Advocate uh, uh, program is going to be coming to talk with you. I go sit with the family, uh, talk about what we do, uh, what our services are, um, how can we help, what can we do uh, to help you. You know, we're not bringing in a bag of things and laying on them that you need to do this, this, and this. Everything we do is strength-based. It's based on the strengths of the family, strength of the kid. You know, what, what, is, what does he do well? You know, what doesn't he do well? And then we kind of work through that. Uh, there's, there's quite a bit of paperwork that, that we sign, uh, things that I go through with them. Uh, they have this thing called a bubble chart that we go through with the families, and it's uh, the family's in the middle, and then there's a variety of things in that bubble, you know, from spiritual to educational to community involvement. You know, I, I try to target in on everything that's affecting that kid and that family um, so that we can develop what we call a uh, ISP, which is a, a individual uh, student plan. Uh, some of the schools call it an IEP. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we try to develop something that's going to help that kid develop more strengths, give him the, 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 the life skills that he needs, that at some point when we disconnect, he will continue on flourishing and doing the things that we've instilled in him uh, mm-hmm. to make his life better. Okay. Um, and, and periodically, you know, we have uh, meetings with everybody. We don't just meet with the kid. We meet with the mom and dad, aunts, uncles. His close friends become part of the circle uh, because when we're not there, who else is influencing that kid? What other peer pressures are involved? So everybody gets an assignment. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we have some mental health. Uh, uh, part of uh, the people that I have on board where I work is a clinical therapist, which I'm still looking for. Uh, but I have three advocates uh, that are out in the field uh, doing the work. So this is for students who are under the age of 18 years of age. And um, as they go through a day, they would still go to their regular school or uh, are they going to take classes at the Lincoln Center at a facility there? The, uh, the actual A group is uh, 14 to 21. Oh, till 21. Okay. Till, till okay. 21. Um, they will continue to go through their normal school. Okay. Uh, although during the initial uh, intake, we talk about community 
uh, activities or community programs that are going on that might pique their interest that we plug them into, mm-hmm. uh, we go pick them up. You know, there's no out-of-pocket from them. You know, we take care of fees if they need to get into a summer program. A kid that I'm working with now, uh, we just uh, uh, got him involved with the family and friends of uh, Reese Morgan uh, Summer Hoops League. Sure, yeah. Uh, we got him signed up. Um, you know, he, he went and played. Uh, he's an avid basketball player. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, so I wanted him to uh, get involved in something he liked to do. But, uh, but yes, they go to their schools. At the Lincoln Center, they have a variety of things that uh, uh, I've tried to plug him into. Uh, some things he liked, some things he didn't like. Mm-hmm. As you well know, the, the Lincoln Center uh, has a, a whole host of things that uh, tries to connect uh, the community with the center um, and to just provide them with something to do. So it sounds like Youth Advocate Program is an alternative to something like incarceration or going through the juvenile system where perhaps they're going to be punished maybe without rehabilitation that, you know, gives that, gives that sense that there's some way out of this. Um, I think this sounds like to me a positive reinforcement that there's somebody out there and you said, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. I think we were talking before the the interview here, the the podcast. That's amazing that this is this resource is available, and it costs the families nothing. So if there's an income issue, um, mom is working three jobs, dad might be working two or three jobs. If, if one of the parents may or may not be there, maybe they're living with another relative. Or you know, a guardian. You know, yeah. I've told my, my advocates that uh, when they check in uh, for the day, you know, they come in the office, they pick up what they need, and then for the next seven, eight hours, they're out in the, on the, in the streets working with that family, whoever's assigned to them uh, 24-7. Um, you know, you talk about uh, uh, redemption and incarceration. This is a community-based program. I mean, how is a kid or a family going to be productive to the community if they're incarcerated? You know, you keep them in the community, you keep them being productive, you know, to redirect them, redirect them. You know, there's a, there's a story, there's an ending, but there's always a sequel to the story. Uh, and we want to develop narratives, uh, different sequels. Uh, we want to get the kids to, to express their voice. Uh, we give them the platform to do that, um, and 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 hopefully, um, you know the because this is a uh, database, you know data proven program mm-hmm. for over. It started in 1975 in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. You know some guys that were not happy with what happened to some kids that got caught up in the system and they got locked up, and they said, no, 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 this this is not the way this is going to go down. So that's how this program actually developed, and then it just kind of blossomed throughout 33, now for 34 states. And so um, my marching orders is to continue that tradition, uh, to continue uh, uh, that philosophy, and, and to give those kids their voice. Well, and I think that we sometimes attack the symptom, but 
you know, we don't go for the problem. And uh, I think this sounds like we're, you're, you're going to tackle the problem by working with the families. And um, it sounds like there's a demand, too. There is a demand. Um, I, you know, the schools cannot do it by themselves, um, which is why I think that uh, the superintendent and his, and his vision that, you know, we need some outside help, some community uh, nonprofits to kind of come in and, and kind of complete the picture. You know, we can do the educational piece, but then there's some behavioral issues that, that need to be addressed. And if you're tied up with, you know, uh, one and one is two, you're not dealing with that type of situation. So that's where, where we come in, come into the picture. We're talking with Mike Cole, who's the program director of the Youth Advocate Program based in Davenport, Iowa at TMBC, the Lincoln Center. And Mike, I'm looking at the map of the United States, and it shows uh, Iowa. This might be the first location in the state of Iowa. Is this it, true? It is the first location in the state of Iowa. Okay. And I am the first pro- program director for the for this organization in this state. In the state of Iowa. Okay. Let's talk about Mike Cole for a moment. So I know that um, I've had some volunteer student disc jockeys come through here through the years who knew you as a resource officer when you were with the Davenport Police Department, and that was in another career, another life. And uh, they always had positive things to say about you. So you had a connection with teenagers in a, in a very positive way for them to smile. When your name came up, oh, it's Officer Cole. Oh, there's Officer Cole. A smile instead of, there's Officer Cole. Uh-oh. And, you know, it was always a positive connection. So I feel like um, you had that in your heart to work with and help uh, uh, people. I know you had a, a duty to do as a resource officer uh, with the PD, with the Davenport PD, one of the first black officers on our Davenport Police Department police force. That is correct. Yeah. And here you were, at, I know, North High School for many years. Uh, I, I was there working with Jim Andrews for uh, 10 years. Uh, I worked the night shift on the department, and uh, the, the work didn't stop there. After I got off from the department working for the city, I went to the school and I did that for 10 years, Wow! Uh, working with Jim. Wow. Uh, and so you basically retired from your position at the police department? Is that I, I, repar- I retired in uh, 2009 um, from the police department, but I still have stayed connected with the schools. Uh, most recently, before taking this job, I was security officer at, at uh, Central High School uh, from 2014 to till when I took over here uh, in this past April. So you've got Uh, it in your heart. I know it's a professional job that you're doing, but in your heart to help young people. Well, it sounds like that. You know, I have to tell you, David, uh, just real quick, you know, I'm from East St. Louis, Illinois. It was a a city of of craziness and drugs and gangs and murders and, you know, but I I came from a family of love and a family of giving back. Uh, You know, I wanted to make my mom proud. I didn't really know my dad, so my mission was to make my mom proud and to be better than a man that I didn't know. Hmm. And so I wanted to be a surrogate father. I wanted to be a mentor. Came to the Quad Cities, you know, got an apartment, felt that I could be a role model. 
I felt that I have. I've had kids come back and call me and thank me over the years. Not that I was looking for that, but right, know, right. They just they just reach back out that way. And um, uh, so it's been all I've been doing all my life. You know, mm-hmm. is working with kids and families and trying to put them in a better place uh, yeah. than they've been. And I know you're active in some civic organizations in the Quad Cities, the Elks and QC United and the 100 Black Men. And there are many other organizations. I see you, uh, that you're there. You, well, you're, well, you know, it, it, it's a village to, to raise a, a family or a kid. So I have to connect with uh, other partners, other community partners that provide the same type of uh, services. Um, and and so that that's... I mean, if you can't attack them high and low and in the middle, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what's the point? Right, you know? right. Well, I'm interested in the Youth Advocate Program referral system. So um, they can contact you directly, or is that – I just want to clarify. They can contact the Youth Advocate Program directly, or can they – I know that we mentioned the school aspect, maybe the the school district – says, hey, we've identified John Doe has got some issues and we're going to send John your way. Um, but could families contact you? Families can contact me um, if it's okay to give my, my information. Yeah, let's give your information. If somebody feels as though they've got somebody that could use this help in their family, and is there an intake process where maybe maybe somebody isn't a fit? Maybe they're not an exact fit for the program, but you said that there's a very little chance of being rejected. Right? Well, there's no eject, no reject. No eject, um, okay. And we're we're housed at 318 E7th. That's the Lincoln Center. Davenport, Iowa. In Davenport, Iowa. Um, my number is 563-505-0269. Uh, that is my personal cell, uh, although we're working on an office number uh, soon to be announced. But uh, you can certainly give me a call, you know, let me know what the situation is. And we... You know, any other nonprofit that feels that, uh, you know, what their services is doing is not complete, that what you've listened to um, this morning can help you, then certainly give me a call. Right. Uh, I certainly will uh, do the best I can to try to figure out what we can do and how we can 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 work this thing together mm-hmm. um, and make a better life for our, our youth. So it sounds like it's a well-rounded program because it sounds like they're going to continue the path in the schools but i'm sure there's some monitoring of how well they're doing academically introducing them to extracurricular activities you mentioned the reese morgan basketball camp as an example for one young person Um, show them that there are possibilities in our community to attend events and events that are meaningful and worthwhile like our Juneteenth celebration, for example, or any of the open-air markets or the Black Business Expos or or any of the great nonprofit events that are happening in the community. And uh, I know that the program is based, you know, at the Lincoln Center, and it's it's for everybody of all races, but, but it's primarily uh, serving the Black community right now. Right now, that's, that's our, our focus. Yeah. Um, but again, just reiterating, no eject, no reject. Right. You know, we're taking all other cultures that uh, feel that they could can gain something from our from our services. Well, I think it's it's really worthwhile for everyone to know that the Youth Advocate Program is in Iowa, the first 
chapter or location of the program is here in Davenport, Iowa. Mike Cole is the executive director. You can call him at 563-505-0269. That's 563-505-0269. Or you can email Mike uh, at the uh, Youth Advocate Program email. That's mcole, M-C-O-L-E, at Y-A-P-I-N-C dot org. Well, this is definitely something that our community needs to know about and uh, nurture and support. And I guess looking forward, I'm wondering, and this is something else we talked about just before the interview today, about community business partnerships. Could something be formed in the future where as these young people who are 17, 18, 19, 20 years old, up to 21, they're looking at careers or looking at jobs. If there are business owners, operators, entrepreneurs out there listening, how could they possibly in the future partner? Uh, well, one of the things that, um, as I said, my marching orders from the from the Chicago office and the national office in Pittsburgh uh, is to do just that. To partner with businesses uh, because those kids that are, are coming out of high school certainly need some direction of not going to college uh, to provide them with some type of job shadowing opportunities. Uh, I'm creating a list. Um, at some point, we're going to have a meet and greet, and those organizations I'm going to invite to the Lincoln Center where they can kind of get a little bit more in depth about the program. Uh, and hopefully a buy-in on allowing our kids to do some job shadowing uh, types of, uh, uh, you know, work or whatever that, that can help them, you know, spearhead or pathways to to type of successful career. Uh, so we're developing that. We're developing yeah, that list, yeah. and, and I'll be reaching out, and, you know, there'll be some kind of uh, news uh, uh, release about the meet and greet, and uh, hopefully people will come. And here we have to offer. It seems like uh, this job market is something we have not seen, at least in my lifetime. I know my mom and dad talk about in the 1950s, there were so many jobs out there. Anybody could work and and get a really good job that paid very well um, with very little education because they were just plentiful jobs. And now it seems like yeah, there are a lot of jobs out there, but they don't always pay the most right now. So, uh, But we would love to uh, hear the success stories. I think it sounds like this program is going to have a lot of them. And I'm, I'm excited uh, knowing uh, your involvement in our community and just looking over the brochure and the materials about the Youth Advocate Program that it's got a foothold in our country and is really approaching things from a direct standpoint of working with these kids where they need the help most and working with the families for success. I think that's all we want. You know, the, the I know as we conclude here, yes. um, you know, it says, you know, some people talk about social justice. Um, we make it happen. Mm-hmm. And if we woke up every day with this one comment on our minds, how are the children? What are they doing? Are they well? We'll make a better, better world. And that's from our governor to our congresspeople to our other nonprofits. How are the children? 
Mm-hmm. If we can answer that question in, in a positive light, yeah. then we're doing the work. All right. Well, I want to thank Mike Cole for being here today. Mike, it's just been a pleasure to talk to you. Please keep us up to date on the program. And we'd love to have you back in a few months just to talk about how it's going. And uh, I want to hear some success stories in general. We don't need to know specifics, but I'm, I'm excited to know. And I want to hear about people who are doing well. Because it hearing that gives those who are challenged at the moment something to reach for. And I think you always have to have a goal. And when you hear, wow, John Doe made it. <laughs> and he, he was having some trouble a few years ago, but he's doing great now and uh, is doing wonderful things in our community. That's our mission. Yeah, that's the mission. That's the mission. Mike Cole is the program director of the Youth Advocate Program Incorporated, uh, the Davenport, Iowa chapter, the first in the state of Iowa. You can give Mike a call, 563-505-0269. Or you can email Mike at mcole at yapinc.org. Thanks for being here, Mike. Thank you. Thanks, David. All right. I'm David Baker, and sitting in for Rogers Kirk today uh, is Mike Cole my co-host, who's also my guest today. How about that? We'll just say you're the co-host. That works great as we give Rogers Kirk a week off here. And we want to thank you all for listening to the Kirk and Baker Show. 